Yo, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another week of funness. How's it going? My name is Tito. If you're first time joining me, thanks so much for popping in and joining up. Um, if you've been here before, then you pretty much know who I am. So what's up? We got uh, some people already inside here. So we're just going to go ahead and wait for um, some people to join in. No, you. What's up? How's it going? Come on. You were on the Instagram live with me not that long ago. Appreciate you coming in, man. Um, yeah, so we got lots to talk about. So while I'm waiting for everyone to come in, and I'll be giving shout outs as they come in uh, when they post, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about Google Stadia to kind of start things off. Um, Jose, what's up, man? How's it going, dude? How you been? Um, so Google Stadia, um, in, in, in the last live stream that I did where we were just chilling and talking, and you know, shout out to Riverdale Tales for being very open about you know his uh, opinions on it. Everyone's opinions are welcome. Um, but you know, I do want to say, you know, a couple of things about Google, uh, Google Stadia and cloud gaming and like where, where it's all going, you know what I mean? Because I, I, you know, there's, there's some interesting points that was made and, you know, I understand those points. Right. Um, but you know, we also know that, um, gaming is going towards a cloud base. I mean, companies are looking at ways of maximizing profits without having to pay out so much. Right. So you uh, think about, you know, packaging and stuff like that. Um, those types of things is what, um, gamers are, you know, they're looking at and then game companies are also looking at, uh, Jose Santana. Good bro. Finally off today. Wow. Great. Uh, I hope that you are enjoying your day cause it is labor day. And, um, I, you know, I believe some places would close for, for labor day. Robert Allen. Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks. Thank you for coming in. We got uh gene G tech in here. Yes. Subscribe to his channel, man. Um, definitely. Um, you know, so Google Stadia, uh, I mean, at the beginning of it, it was a little, was a little bit rocky, you know what I mean? But uh, I have to say, and, I, and I've been playing on Stadia, it's gotten a lot better, a lot better than what it used to be. Um, I will definitely say that. And I guess, you know, you got to have a pretty decent internet connection. But that's where, you know, like Sneed said, that's where everything is going. You know, that's why things is going towards 5G. That's why, you know, you know... Um, you know, data speeds are getting faster. Companies are trying to, you know, expand network coverage and things like that. So then that way, you know, not, not just strictly for gaming. I mean, gaming is like not even the main purpose of why 5G is being developed or anything like that. It's mostly for first responders, for things to get faster. And then also on the upside of it, it's also for consumers who have smartphones and things like that, obviously, to get faster data speeds. So in that way, you know, things are much more clearer. Like when they're watching, you know, videos, they can watch a 1080p video like nothing. It'll be a breeze to watch that. So, you know, the, the, the purpose of the network build out is for those reasons. But gaming also pretty much wins in this category because then, like I said, um, I am able to play a game on Stadia with my Chromebook, which I stream on for these podcasts. But then if I need to, you know, get up and go, but I want to continue playing my game because I'm like, you know, at, at a point where I'm like about to beat like a mid-level boss to, you know, save progress in the game. I could just simply pick up my phone, get on Stadia and go. And, you know, it's, it, it, it does, it, there's no load time. There's no load time. I don't have to load up a save point or anything like that. It's paused on my Chromebook. It's picked up on my phone when I leave. So that's probably one of the, the you know, the biggest things that I really dig about Google Stadia. Um, there'll be more for me to show as a friend of mine, uh, an ex-co-worker who worked with me at, at Sprint, um, also has Stadia, and uh, we linked up as friends, actually two of them. Um, so shout out to shout out to Donnie. Um, I know him as Squids on Instagram. And then Sean, uh, both of them worked with me uh, with the Sprint contract on Converges 
very, very cool guys. They're, you know, probably one of the best workers that I've worked with over there. Anyways, they're on Google Stadia, so we're going to be doing like a little cloud gaming, um, you know, like we're going to game, probably PUBG. I think he said we're going to play PUBG. And uh, I'm going to live stream while I play. So yeah, you'll see how Stadia works as far as playing with other people. Um, if you have very bad connection with internet, it's going to get better over time. So, um, you know, you just, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. You know, I would say, you know, with your internet service provider, um, try something different. Try, you know, try using uh, a carrier that has unlimited hotspot and that has, you know, um, good coverage in your area. Maybe you'll find the experience of Stadia to be a, a lot, a lot more better. Uh, but that's just what I wanted to address real quick with Google Stadia. Um, so let's see here. Uh, we got like six people on the live. Oh, I wish we had more people in here. I don't, you know, I feel bad when I jump into into topics that, you know, basically are outlined. Um, so I'm going to go throw in Google Fi because, um, you know, Google Fi is like a, a very mid, mid-subject mid talk. You know what I mean? So uh, let me go ahead. Let me get that screen uh, pulled up and I'll show you guys what's changed. Um, I'm not going to see comments here for just a little bit because obviously it's going to switch to that tab. So I'll get to everyone's comments after, you know, I pretty much covered this part. So uh, what's actually happening with Google Fi is, um, you know, at this point right now, Google Fi has given people an extension. I think they started doing this around um, around April or actually around May, but, you know, it covered eight people's April bill. So what it would do is that you would get um, a 60-day extension automatically uh, with Google Fi. And obviously they upped the amount of, um, like, the threshold for the unlimited plan. So, like, if you were on the unlimited plan, then um, you wouldn't be throttled on your data till after 30 gigabytes of data. And if you were on the... Um, the the flex plan um instead of um you know the uh the throttle being capped at 15 gigs they moved it up to 20 so they were giving a little bit more uh, for the customers they were also giving a time extension to pay the bill they gave you two months from when your bill date was due and so um yeah that's uh that's what they were doing baby yoda up in the house what's up man um yeah we got baby yoda one of the mod squads so uh, let me go ahead and just screen share this with uh, Google Fi just to kind of keep people up to date on that. Um, kind of a light story here. So uh, I'll disappear from the chat real quick. But anyways, so we'll just we'll pop that up. And I'm going to make this full screen so you guys can pretty much see it. Uh, there we go. And so it basically says policy update starting September 3rd. We will return to our standard policies for late payments and data speeds. Our grace period for late payments will return to three days from the missed billing date. Full speed data limits will return to 15 gigabytes for the flexible and 22 gigabytes for the unlimited being beginning with your first bill cycle on or after September 3rd. Our temporary policies implemented earlier this year are below reference. While we are returning to our standard policies, we still want to be there to help. If you're experiencing COVID-19 related uh, financial hardships, please contact us to see if your account is eligible for additional support. Late payments. Google Fi is temporarily extending the grace period during which you'll, you'll maintain full service to 60 days from your missed billing date if you experience hardships related to, um, you know, the, uh, the virus. Plan owners can visit their FI account to request a COVID-19 related extension and a grace period will be updated. Um, so these were all the things. So the actual policy change was effective on March 1st, 2020. Policy updated was on June 24th, uh, 2020, and then the policy ending September 2nd. 
Um, so that's just some of the things that they talked about. Of course, they have like you know scan protection and all that other stuff, Google Fi support. But that was basically for like those that were uh, literally, you know, suffering from um, being laid off work and everything like that. So, so here's the thing. Here, here's what I think about that. Okay, um, and you know what? Like it's it. it it is kind of cool that they are saying that, you know, if you are still impacted by this, like to contact us and we'll work with you on, on, on things, you know what I mean? But I, we haven't really come out of the trenches yet. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, in, in March they started doing this and in March they were just automatically giving people a 60 day extension. You know, you didn't have to apply for it. You didn't have to say nothing about it. You know, it was just, it was automatic. It was like, okay, you know, your bills do, but normally, um, we give you a three-day grace period to pay it. We're going to give you 60 days to pay it, you know? Um, and I would tell people, like, you know, don't ever let the bills stack up because, you know, otherwise you're just going to have this really big lump sum to have to pay. And I'll explain that here in a little bit. But um, then on June 24th, which the, what they're talking about when they gave you, like, the the, the key points of um, each time that they updated this policy, on June 24th, they made it to where you had to um, you had to go into your Google Fi account on your phone and then there was a little button that would say request extension. So you had to request for an extension and do that. Um, now they're saying that the policy has changed. But if you're affected, you know, if you're still laid off from work or everything like that, they will um, contact them. They will work with you on it. And so, so here's the craziness about it, right? It's like on June 24th, they put it in there where you would request an extension. So if you did not request that 60-day grace period extension, then your your grace period would only be three days. So why not leave that option there for people to click if they're still experiencing hardships from what's going on right now? Why take all that away out of the application and then state you have to contact us? What person wants to sit there and either, and you know, because their call centers are still closed. You can't get a live rep from Google Fi on the phone. So they're going to have you basically chat with somebody. So you're going to have to talk with their chat team. We're not talk, but chat with the chat team. That's a lot of work to just simply say, hey, I'm still laid off from work. I'm I'm still dealing with what's going on. You know, I've been catching up my five bill as best as I can, but I need more time. You know, see, that's one of the things that, you know, makes me frown about five right now is like, you know, are they really putting some thought into what they're doing to help people that's experiencing hardships right now? Because even then, um, even then, you know, <laughs> no, man, I really appreciate it. Um, but even then, right? So let's just kind of look at it in, in, in a broad perspective, okay? In a much broader perspective. So they're giving people a 60-day extension. I dig that. You know, that's that that's cool. They're giving you 60 days to handle a bill that, you know, you, you may lapse on because of hardships. But what happens, say the person like, you know, gets to go back to work. They get their first paycheck, but their first paycheck is not a full check. They want to pay down some of that Google Fi bill because they don't want it to, you know, they don't want to go to that point where another bill is due and it's added on top of it. And they're ending up saying, you know, paying like $300. Like it's going to say, we want $300 for you to maintain your services. They can't pay all that up front. There's no way to split the billing up. Google Fi hasn't done that. Because Google Fi does automatic billing, okay? You can't pay ahead. So, like, you know, if your bill's due on the 5th of every month and you got paid on the 2nd, you can't go into Google Fi and pay now. You know, you, it'll start trying to charge your debit card or credit card on the 5th. And if there's no 
not enough funds in the account to cover the balance, it will charge again on the 6th. It will charge again on the 7th. On the 7th, if it's not paid, they will disconnect the line and then you will then they'll give you the option to, to hit pay now and then you can pay. But even if you hit the option to pay now, there's no option to split the bill. Like there's no, you know, pay um July's bill, which is $78. You know, you can't just pay $78 to knock out July's bill, but still owe a balance for August's bill and September's bill. You know, and that's the thing. They don't have it set up that way. And then we, when you chat with the represent with a representative from Google Fire, or even if you call into them, they will tell you there's no way they can split that balance up. So if you have an actual balance on Google Fire for $300, you're going to have to pay $300. That's insane. Like, how could they not find a way to split like, like you can call into t-mobile and make a partial payment you can call into sprint back then when sprint was around and make a partial payment you can call into a company and make a partial payment why can't fi have something in place for that that's the problem that's what i'm seeing here that is the big see they helped people giving them a 60-day extension okay yes raising raising the, the the limit that they throttle you on your data if you reach a certain amount so for one line it's it's 22 gigs and then you're throttled not deprioed but actually throttled you're throttled to 2g speeds until you're at the beginning of your next bill cycle and then your your, your plan resets on um, the flex plan it's at 15 gigs but you know, that's that's one thing you know given a 60-day extension that's another thing but what about when people are getting back on their feet why can't they make a partial payment to start paying the bill down you gave them 60 days you gave them 60-day extension on that particular bill date so why not allow them to be able to handle that particular one and then handle the next one, right? So if they got a 60-day extension for July, and then they got a 60-day extension for August, if they're going to pay the bill, why not let them satisfy the bill of July, and then on their next paycheck, they can satisfy the bill of August? Why does it have to be all up front? And, and mind you, this is to avoid disconnection because they need their phone for work. They need their phone for, for travel, you know? I mean, it's bad enough five customers are already experiencing the pinch, Right. There's no longer Sprint coverage for them to smart switch in between. So smart switch is not something that anyone could ever use if people wanted to battle about which MVNO is better. You know, Mint Mobile customers could be like, well, you know, we we pay them, we, we buy in bulk, we, we, we save, you know, we, we get three months of service, no cutoff because we paid for the three months of service up front. Five customers can't be like, well, we got smart switch. We can jump on Sprint. We can be on T-Mobile because the only way that smart switch even becomes a point to even argue with anyone about if you want to have these little carrier wars uh, would actu- actually be uh, if you live in the Midwest and have access to U.S. Cellular, because then you could be like, I'm smart switching between U.S. Cellular and T-Mobile. Um, you know, this is the craziest thing. Uh, Google Fi, you really need to get, you really, they really need to get on the ball. It's really starting to feel like like the Google, the, the doom of Google. I, I should really make some sort of a, the doom of Google is really what it's starting to sound like. You know, Google killed Google Plus. Google's trying to, you know, they're, they're trying to push Google Meets down our throat and killed Google Duo. You know, they want to, they, you know, they, they, they've killed Inbox by Gmail. They killed so many different things. Um, it sounds like that this is going to fall victim to that stupidity because who, who, who's going to be able, if, if you gave people a 60-day extension and they let their bill go because they absolutely had the money, like, like I said, I can tell people like, hey, don't let your bills stack up because it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But people, some people can't help it. Some people haven't even gotten their unemployment yet. Like there are still people today that have been fighting with unemployment since May 
trying to get it fixed so they can start receiving some sort of, you know, income. And yes, I know people will be like, well, if they, you know, if they get their unemployment fixed, they're going to get a whole back pay. That's going to be a large lump sum. Yes. But you don't know how big of the bills of other stuff that they have, electric bill, rent and all the other stuff. I mean, a lot of things today is, is, is going back to normal, like to, you know, to normality, right? Normalcy is coming back. But a lot of people haven't healed yet from the layoffs, from the lockdowns, from being told what to do. I mean, a lot of people still haven't been healed yet. So why are companies acting as if everything is a-okay? Like, we're good now. Like, oh my gosh, we're in September. We're close to the end of the year. We're good. We're good. Like, no, you idiots. The damage is still here. It has not been alleviated. We're still suffering. We're still suffering. I'm not saying that, that that everyone got sick and is suffering from that. I'm saying everyone's suffering from from our from our state politicians' stupidity all the way up to our federal government stupidity. I mean, you have you have people like 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 in, like in the earlier in the earlier months talking about this is not a big deal, and our president is is racist because he's stopping flights from China. We need we don't need to do that. We're good. We're you know well I'm in Chinatown. Hey, I'm in Chinatown partying. Now everyone got sick. New York got slammed really freaking hard, right? We, we we saw how bad New York was. Let's not forget that. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, it went to Texas. B-Tech Reviews, a.k.a. Mike, my friend, that you guys are starting to see a lot of, he contracted it and survived it. I mean, come on. We're not out of the waters with this thing, but companies are starting to act like we are. And so all these policies and these things, like, Besides Google Files, let's talk about some major ones. You know how some states, um, they had it where it was blocked, where um, apartments could not evict people for non-payment of rent because of the hardships? That's gone. They can do it now. They can do it even though we're not out of the waters. I mean, how many people are getting evicted now because they, they've been they've been not been able to pay their rent for the last four months? They owe four months of rent and are still fighting with their unemployment office because the unemployment office runs regulated by the state, right? The state don't want to pay out. I don't understand. What's the point of having state unemployment insurance if you can't access it, if the state wants to keep it from you? That's the thing. They killed HTC. <laughs> uh, Keystone Tech. Uh, thanks for that little laugh right there. But I'm just saying, we're not out of the waterworks yet. We're not out of all of this. So why are companies acting like we're A-OK? What, what, what's the deal with them? You're switching this month? Who are you switching to, Keystone? You're exactly right. I had to deal with unemployment. Yeah, unemployment is not easy, bro. Unemployment is not easy. It's like it's like they tell you in the beginning of all this, they tell you like, oh, yeah, you're paying in taxes uh, also to your unemployment insurance. So you have insurance in case something happens such as, you know, being, you know, furloughed on work and then you can come and you can get, you know, some support. What a load of crap. You know how many people go there that are legit been laid off work, been furloughed off work and they're fighting to still get their unemployment. It is not easy as hell to deal with that. I mean, you know, my lady had to fight to try and get it, you know, she literally like, I mean, she was off in March. She didn't get um, any type of unemployment until, like the beginning of June and she got a back pay, but still, I mean, back, you know, during that time when, when, when she was fighting for it, we had things put in place to protect us 
So we couldn't be evicted from our apartment. Um, utility companies couldn't go and shut off on people. So we were protected. But now they're starting to cut you off. You know, oh, they're, they're knocking on your door. Hey, rent is due. By the way, you haven't paid for the last four months. I need four months of rent or I'm going to have to ask you guys to leave. So families are being put out left and right. At least in my city, we're experiencing that. Um, utilities are being cut off to an extent. Now here in uh, in my city in Phoenix, electric can't be cut off between the months of April until October. Cannot be cut off. If you owe a late bill, they cannot cut you off because it's so hot here. And they just they just changed this not that long ago. The kids are like going bananas because they don't have school today. So don't mind them. But like, yeah, they can't do that because, you know, the several people have passed away from, from you know, suffering from heat stroke because the electric got shut off on them. No AC, hot in their house. And yeah, they went. The government showing, that, yeah, they are. There's, you know, this, the, the, the whole thing with politics, it shows you why. It shows you why that, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but for those people who are like, you know, they want to they want to give the power to the government. They want a socialist country. I don't, you know, I'm not really trying to go political here, but I'm just saying this is why we can't rely on the government, you know, for help. We can't look to the government to decide things for us. They can't even decide on a on a second stimulus package for people that need it. Like they were supposed to have done it. They came very close to it. Um certain representatives in the House of Congress went away on vacation instead of staying at the table and negotiating to try and get people a second wave. This is the government that, you know, some people who, those, those friends of mine who talked to me about, you know, we need to become a socialist country. And I look at them and laugh. This is the reason why they can't even get this together. And you want to go ahead and hand healthcare handle, hand everything over to the government to decide what to do with us. This is one of those things. But anyways, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's nuts. Uh, Comcast prepaid. Nice. So that's who you're switching over to. Um, who do you currently have right now? But yeah, you know, this is the crap that pisses me off. This is why I'm kind of agitated. Um, it's just like we're not out of the waters yet. We're not doing we're not doing 100% better. So what is going on? Why why are you guys changing out your policies back to normal? Like everything is back to normal. Normalcy is not here. Okay? Like that like that German guy in the movie Exorcist the beginning where he tells the priest, you know, God's not here, please stop. Yeah, normalcy is not here, government. And state officials and businesses, what is wrong with them? I tell you, something's wrong with them. They 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 need help. They need Jesus. That's what they need. Cause um, yeah, this this ain't flying. So, anyways, that's really all I gotta say on Google Fi. They, just, they need to get their crap together because that's that's not gonna fly. So, anyways, all right, we're moving on to the next thing. We're gonna talk a little bit about Boost Mobile. Actually, I want to go to their website. I haven't checked out Boost Mobile's website in a long time, so I want to go look through it. I want to see what they got going on for them um, as far as deals. So we'll go ahead and get that you know set up here so we can go through it. Um, you know, I'm kind of interested because I you know I used to be on Boost Mobile. I used to you know I used to like the service when they were here. So, anyways, um, yeah. If I don't see your comment, just don't worry about it. I'll get back to comments here in a second. So we're greeted with the Boost Mobile page. Shrink it. The longer you stay, the less you pay. Yeah, that's 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 kind of that's kind of cool. You got to give it to them. So let's look at their plans right now. Um, we look at phone plans. Let's see, because uh, it's been a, you know it's it's Boost has had some time to settle in with Dish. Uh, I mean they got the new logo up on the page right now. If you haven't noticed that, the new logo is there. So 
plans available on our expanded network. So fifty dollars for thirty-five gigabytes. Uh, okay. No, thirty-five gigabytes only. <laughs> unlimited talk, text, and data. Unlimited standard uh, definition streaming. Mobile hotspot. Add a line for only thirty dollars. So that's fifty dollars for that. Oh, I say fifty dollars and thirty-five gigs. But it says unlimited. No, oh, weird. Um, th- this is I'm I'm going at it like a consumer that's going to look at this page. It's going to be confusing to see that. Um, well, obviously the 50 and the 60 are unlimited plans. It says here the same thing, $60, 35 gigs. People are going to get confused, like 50 for 35 gigs, 60 for 35 gigs. They really need their web designer to redo this. Uh, unlimited talk text and data, unlimited HD streaming, mobile hotspot, and add a line for only $40. So, um, hey, look what it is. Uh, five plans under 50 bucks. I like that little touch right there. It just says it. It's just, it's clean and it's in your face. Five plans for under fifty dollars. I mean, what website's doing that? All right, so we'll get on with it. Did I full screen this? I do apologize. Yeah, you guys don't need to see my but I do apologize. Uh, oh, you're leaving for you're leaving um, Google Five for Comcast prepaid. Cool. I don't know why this thing keeps blocking the view here. So I'm just gonna drop it to YouTube comments only. Um, I'm in, I'm in Philly, um, home of Comcast. Ah, nice, nice. Very nice. Well, I hope that it, that it works out because the, the, the only thing that I want for a lot of you guys is that the experience is the best it can be. So it doesn't matter which, which carrier you go with. I'm not a carrier loyalist. I think being a carrier loyalist is just insane to do that. Um, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. So yeah, five plans under $50. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, you got the you got the shrink it plan. So it starts out at 45. You get 15 gigs of LTE. Then I guess you're throttled. So it's like unlimited talk and text. This one says unlimited talk and text and does not say data. Not like the top one, the $50 plan, the $60 plan. So I don't know why what the 35 gig is. Is that the 35 gigs and then you're deep prioed? Um, I don't know. Anyways, 35, you get 15 gigabytes. Um, for six on-time payments, it drops. So you after basically um, six months. You can have a plan as low as $35. It starts out at $45. But then there's also the $35 plan that's 10 gigs. So this one you have to work for. Six on-time payments, and you'll bring it down to $35. You'll get five gigs more than the thirty the actual $35 plan, which is 10 gigs. Um, you got unlimited talking text and a mobile hotspot. Uh, the $25 plan gives you five gigs with unlimited talking text. Uh, I, mean, eh, I mean, that's better than what they were offering before. Uh, $15 gets you the two gig plan and then $10 gives you a one gig plan. So that's actually uh, not bad. Um, unlimited fam- uh, family plan starting at two lines for $80. That's the unlimited talk, limited data, talk and text. Notice how they put data before talk and text. Cause most people use data now. That's smart. I, I used to hate it before when I was like, everyone uses data. Why did they have a limited talk and text first and then data data should be the first thing. Um, $35 gigabyte 4g LTE line. And then uh, 12 gigs of mobile hotspot, two lines for $80. Eh, I don't know. What do you guys think so far about that? Let me go back to the comments here. What do y'all think of Boost plans so far? Kathy, how you doing? Good morning or good afternoon where you are in this uh, this great world of ours. Happy Monday to you as well and happy Labor Day. Isaac, what up? Um. So anyways, yeah, I'm going over stuff with Boost Mobile right now. I just wanted to get people's uh, feedback on that. What do you all think about the plans? I mean, the the structures of the plans. I mean, I like some of the verbiage that they're using. Um, Basically, you know, 
uh, five plans under $50. That's like a solid thing, right? Because, you know, when people go to the thing, they're going to see those two unlimited plans. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming $35 and then deprioed. Uh, $35. 35 gigabytes and then deprioed is what I'm thinking that it is. Or it's 35 gigabytes and then throttled. I think it throttled. If I'm not mistaken, Sneed covered this, but I totally forgot what he said. Sounds interesting. Yeah, doesn't sound too bad. I'm just going over Boost Mobile's website just to kind of see, uh, you know, what's going on. Ah, afternoon in upstate New York. Nice. I have family in New York, as a matter of fact. My cousin Teddy still lives out there. I want to say he lives uh, in Jackson Heights. Um, That's where he resides. I got other family there, too, that I don't really know. Uh, My dad never really had me introduced to um, most of his relatives that live in New York. My dad grew up in New York. He was born in Puerto Rico. Uh, he lived in Puerto Rico when he was young, and then he moved to New York with uh, my grandmother. Um, I'm getting so much uh, messages. What's going on? This is the gram. Uh, okay, so squids. Squids has hit me up in the gram. Okay. Oh, I got like comments on YouTube. I'll check those out later. <laughs> um, I think the plans are a great value. It just runs on Skunk Mobile's network, so that's not so good for now. For now, OYG Yoda, for now. Um, when Dish builds out their network, that's going to completely change the game. And I think, you know what, and, and I'm pretty sure when, when Dish has their own network, these plants are going to start to change. They're going to be different. They're going to be a lot different. Maybe they'll still keep like the same, you know, five plants under 50 bucks. But um, for the unlimited, it's going to be a little bit different, the structure on it. And I'm sure they're going to talk about it, especially with 5G and everything rolling out. So. Who knows? Anyways, let's go back. Let's see what kind of what kind of phones they got on sale. So I'll just go to phones first because I see there's deals right over here. I'm gonna go to phones first, and uh, we'll just we'll just go all phones because they got online deals and in-store exclusives. I'll check those out too. All right. So what do we got here? We got the iPhone 11 with $100 off. So you get it for $599 instead of $699. It comes in various different colors here. Got that pastel purple. That pastel green and yellow. Yellow would be a good option. If I was to pick an iPhone 11 from Boost Mobile and I had the money to drop, you know, $600 on an iPhone 11, no, iPhone 11, not Pro, but iPhone 11, I would go with yellow. I don't know why. It just stands out. Uh, we got the Galaxy A11 that's $70 off. The uh, iPhone SE 2020 edition, $100 off. Get three options white, black, and red. Mm. Um, so $299 for the, for, the, for the iPhone SE 2020. Uh, we got the LG K51 clocking in at $80. You get $70 off. So retail price was $149.99. $70 off. You get it for $79.99. Not bad. Uh, the LG Stylo 6 clocking in with a $40 discount at $179.99. We got the Samsung Galaxy A21 with $70 off clocking itself at $179.99 as well. So you got to choose between the A21 or the Stylo 6 on your preference of which phone you want to get if you're coming to Boost Mobile or upgrading to Boost Mobile. We also got the uh, Galaxy A10e clocking in at $79.99 with the $60 off discount. Oh, wait. I didn't want to choose that to look at. You ever have those dry hiccups? <laughs> uh, that's what I'm suffering from right now. Where did we go? Where did, where did we go? We dropped all the way down, didn't we? Oh, my gosh. We skipped so much stuff here. Like, yeah, they're getting all the insights already. Um. Oh, the iPhone 7 is still selling that? $200. Not worth it. Don't go this. Do not go that. I mean, if you absolutely need an iPhone for cheap, I could understand. 
You know what I mean? But um, yeah, if you're like, if you got the money to spend and you're like, I'm looking at an iPhone 7, don't. Um, iPhone 8 Plus going for $299. Same as the iPhone SE 2020, but I guess with the iPhone 8, you do get a bigger display size because it's the Plus version going for the same price. But personally, with an iPhone, if you're wanting like the latest processing chip from Apple, go with the iPhone SE 2020. It's got the latest chip in it, and it costs the same price as the uh, iPhone 8 Plus on Boost Mobile. I'm just saying. Uh, and then we got the Moto E for 60 bucks. You get $60 off. It retails for $119.99. The Moto G Fast is clocking in at $89.99 with a $60 um, discount. So not bad. Um, you got the CoolPad Legacy SR. I've never really tried a CoolPad um, device. Has anyone tried a CoolPad device before? Just out of curiosity, anyone? I'm just kind of curious. I'll come back to the comments afterwards. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, that's uh, clocking in at $39.99 with a $60 discount. Uh, next set here, we got the uh, Wiko Ride 2. Uh, with a $55 discount, you'll get it for the low, low price of $34.99. Uh, the LG Tribute Monarch. Tell us what you get. Well, retails for $109.99 with a $50 discount. You can get it for a very, very, very low, low price of $59.99. So you get a $50 discount. Uh, Samsung Galaxy S10 clocking in at $649.99. Why? And that's with a $100 discount. Retails for $749.99. Does not compute. Does not compute. Does not compute. Samsung Galaxy S25 G, $899. $899 smackaroos. That's $100 off. Retails for $1,000 basically. Because if you add a penny, that price changes. That's insane. Um, Here we got... That's funny. They should really categorize this this side of, this this part of the site much better than what they're doing. I mean, you got the you got the S twenty five G sitting right along with the LG Tribute Royal. Like, what's the marketing strategy in that? Jesus, boost. What's the marketing strategy in that? Like, someone's like that, that that's got like only a hundred bucks to spend on the phone. It's gonna go through this. They're gonna see the LG Tribute Royal. What you think they're gonna change their mind and go for a whopping eight hundred and ninety nine dollar phone? Get out of here. Let me say, get out of here. All right, right, right next to that, you got the iPhone XR. The iPhone XR. Why does everyone call it the iPhone XR? I mean, we knew they were going Roman numeral with that. The iPhone XR comes in various different colors. This one, I would get the yellow one too. $100 off from retail price of $599 brings it for a very, very, very not so low price of $499. That's crazy. That is crazy, huh? Oh, man. Hey, Kathy's in here. Missing some stuff. Hey, how's it going? Sorry I didn't see your comment. Screen sharing. I'm looking directly at the website. Came back to check the comments here real quick before I move forward. Uh, Kathy says, nope. <laughs> That's why I say, too. Cool pad, question mark. Yeah. I've never really used a cool pad. Um, ah, I actually wanted to get one a few years ago. Looks good, but I don't know how, how good it is. Which, which one are you talking about? Uh, nope. Never tried cool pad. Oh, okay. Me neither. Kathy, I tried CoolPad devices, and in my view, they're junk. <laughs> they're junk. But would they be good for someone that's, you know, balling on a budget? You know what I mean? Don't, don't got too much to spend. Would that be something that they would be able to use and be able to, like, use it and not have frustrations? 
Uh, I go by reviews, and uh, they concur with you. Ah, I see. And the missus, good morning, my love. How you doing? She's at work right now, so let's not get her busted. She's sneak watching the uh, the podcast. Um, my love, thank you for coming in. You're always clutch for coming in and showing support. Cool pad, budget friendly. Oh, how friendly is it? Is it friendly like you're going to be okay with it? Or is it friendly like you're going to scream and pull your hair out and try to throw that thing? All right. So I'm going to go back to the website here. So anyways, guys, yeah, this is crazy, right? So um, iPhone 8, like I said, I don't know if I said this already, with a $100 discount off, it's clocking in at $299. Look, if you're going to go with any iPhone that's small size between the iPhone 8, the iPhone 7, go the iPhone SE 2020. It makes sense. Like even Cricket has it on sale right now for like $249. Boost has it for $299. And you know, you get the latest processing chip. That's the same chip that's in this next one. I'm going to be talking about here, which is the iPhone 11 pro. What do you get it at? Um, you go to boostmobile.com. Well, you can get it with a cool $100 off $100 off on a, for the retail price of $999 and 99 cents. You will get it at a whopping discount to an $899.99 price tag while supplies last. And of course, that changes too. So this is obviously the price for the 64 gigabyte variant. Because um, if you go 256, that's going to go up. And if you go the 512 gigabyte variant, that is going to go up too as well. Um, right next to that bad boy, you definitely have its big brother, the iPhone 11 Pro Max, clocking in at a price of $999.99. That's $100 off. 4064 gig variant. Wah, wah, wah. So sad. It's kind of funny because the way Boost has it set up, it's like it's set up for the iPhone 8 to fail. Like, if these things were talking and they were sitting on the tier on the website, like, you know, in the movie, like the, like the emoji movie, the iPhone 8's probably crying because these two bad boys here just totally smash any reason to get the iPhone 8 if you got money to burn. Um, we also got the iPhone 10s, Very solid. I like the iPhone XS. Uh, my lady uses it as a backup device, but I like the iPhone XS. Seriously, I do. Um, but it's clocking in at a $799 price tag. Ha, 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 Boost Mobile, you wish. Um, $100 off, so it retails for $899. I mean, that's just, yeah. Coolpad Legacy, $79.99 price tag because you get a $70 discount. Okay, not bad. You know, I'm real interested in this one here, and you guys will probably laugh at me. The Coolpad Snap flip phone, basic flip phone. You get 50 bucks off, so you can get it for $30. $79.99 retail price. We got the Wiko Ride, the original one, all going for $39.99. Why would you go for the Wiko Ride when a Wiko Ride 2 is the same price? And, I mean, you know, $40 off, so you get it at that. I don't know. Moto G Play clocking in at $79.99 price tag with a $70 discount. Retails for $149.99 while supplies last. And you got the Galaxy A20, which is out of stock, and the Moto E6, which is out of stock. Bummer, the way Jim Carrey says it, like a total bummer. I think that's like right before he pushes the button and like sends um, Bruce Wayne and oh Batman and Robin and um, Doc, uh, Chase Meridian down that 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 death trap. Um, that's not much at all for the SE. Yeah, no, it's not that much at all. I always tell people to go that route. I have the iPhone SE twenty twenty version. I know you do, Gene. I know you do. And the phone sounds pretty good. Yo, Big John Tech Reviews in the house. 
Sorry if I didn't see your comment. Again, like I said, while screen sharing, I don't see comments when I'm on the actual Chrome tab itself looking at the website. So I come back to check the comments. So uh, hopefully you didn't leave. I wouldn't want you to leave. I'd want you to stay. Um, let's see. Uh, I would get the eight. And you're entitled to getting the eight. I mean, if you want to save a little bit more, because there's probably some places where you can probably find an iPhone 8 for much cheaper than that. You just got to look. Uh, I would get the iPhone 11 Pro. I would get the iPhone 10s. <laughs> I know that I know 11 Pro is good, but I just like the iPhone uh, 10s or XS, whatever everyone's calling it. Mike West for the kill. Check out Cricket. Yes, Cricket's got some deals too. But you know what? I would definitely say if anyone's going to Cricket, go to AT&T prepaid. You're on a much higher priority. Um, Carlos can confirm that. Sneed can back that. Uh, but I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. Dude, what were you thinking when you fell down the death trap? When you didn't fall, you jumped in the death trap to save Chase and Robin. That was cool. You know, right when Jim Carrey was like, bummer. And he hit that button. Um, vids for fun. Xfinity prepaid internet is awesome. With the, yeah. It's so slow at work. I'm so sorry, love. Hopefully, I am entertaining you for a little while while I'm here on the podcast. And then, uh, yeah, I'll handle dad duties and keep the house on lockdown uh, until you get back home. I have no way. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we we said corned beef tacos for dinner. Yeah. Yummy, 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 yummy. Yummy for my tummy. Uh, yes, AT&T prepaid is also good. And uh, Cricket has better selections. Um, I don't know. You want to compare that? <laughs> I mean, there are some things that Boost Mobile has that's just like, you know, like, like, like the Wico ride, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Cricket has the same devices that Boost is offering. And like these devices are not like they were before. And that's one of the things that I really, really like, you know, I really, really, really want to kind of just emphasize here when it comes to these devices that we see now with Boost Mobile. We got to look at it in a different light because they're on the expanded network, which technically means that they're using T Mobile's network. Because Dish has a contract with T-Mobile to use T-Mobile's network until Dish builds out their own network. So these devices, if you want to talk about, like, you know, they're locked down or whatever, whatnot, they may be locked to Boost Mobile and still follow it. But then they're also unlockable, too, to actually go to, like, other various carriers because CDMA is pretty much out the door. I'm at the Galaxy S8 Plus. I know it's three years old, but I got it. $70. Hey, can't beat that. $70 for that. Actually, my Best Buy has better selections. <laughs> that is true. Corned beef tacos sounds interesting. It is. It is. Um, so, uh, oh my gosh. So, I don't. Know, I don't know if you ever had chicken flautas or anything like that. Like you know, like like deep fried tacos. It's in the same context of that, but you know, like you know, like the oh, because there's not the corned beef hash, not the corned beef that has the the the, the cube cut potatoes, but the actual like the corned beef in a can. Um, like the uh, what's the brand? The Libby's, Libby's, uh, Libby's, um, corned beef, right? So, like, you use that as a filling for for corn tortillas, and you you put the corned beef inside the tortilla. You put um shredded cheddar cheese, fold it nice, get you a nice pan, not a deep pot, but just a nice pan, like a frying pan that's kind of like you know, that kind of like deepish with some oil. Heat the oil up to where it's like scorching, and then deep fry the taco. It's so delicious. Um. Compared to stay uh, prepaid a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm talking home internet. It's only $45 a month. Yeah, here we go. Boo, T-Mobile. 
Why boo? Oh, I know why you boo T-Mobile. I just I like to I like to mess with people. One of the things I like to do when like everyone gets so adamant about being mad at T-Mobile for all their dumb decisions, I like to troll them and say something like oh, T-Mobile's the best, <laughs> just to kind of <laughs> ruffle some feathers, man. Everyone gets mad compared to AT&T prepayment. Oh, okay, got you. Oh, okay, not here, Big John. Uh, what's good, Mike West? Yeah, what's good to Mike West? Shrimp taco sounds interesting. Shrimp tacos is good, but I'm having corned beef tacos tonight, so I'm like really excited for that. I gotta wait till like after 6 p.m. Uh, I got a S20 Note Ultra. Nice, nice. How's that working out for you? Uh, Big John says, cool. My love says we had eight customers. Wow, that's that's that is pretty slow for a Monday. It is delicious. Um, if you follow me on the gram, if you follow me on the gram, links in the description, you can always DM me. I'd be more than happy to share you the recipes that my wife has. I won't share every recipe, not all her secrets, but some of the good ones. So you guys can experience the deliciousness of those foods. Uh, Vince for fun says it's com it's Comcast, uh, Xfinity. You get the package at a boost or it comes with a box and all the hookups. Oh, the anointed one Sneed himself. Lord Montague. Sneed himself in the building. Say what's up to Sneed. Yo, what's going on, bro? How's everything going? Back to school and doing all that good stuff. Um, Yeah, I wish I can, like, degrade my age back down to, um, what, 15 and take your class so I can sit in your class. I bet your class is hella-ass fun. Um, When when we're in normal situations, I bet it's hella-ass fun to be in in Sneed's class. Y'all just don't know. Man, these these chats are going up pretty quickly. I'm trying to catch them all up. I'm getting the iPhone 12 Pro Max next trading in my phone. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. You got oh the iPhone 11. Yes. Um, sup Isaac? Yeah, we got Isaac in the house. Oh, give me a shout out to the ladies. Vids for fun is it's Xfinity prepaid internet. Yes, everyone say hi to Sneed. He is here. Um, I would add Sneed in, but I believe he's he's uh he's at work um taking care of uh students and then. He'll probably um, have a video dropping today, so you guys better be on the lookout for that. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, everyone say hi to Sneed. All right. Looks like we're a little bit caught up. Okay, so I'm going to go back to Boost Mobile real quick. We're going to go check out their in-store deals, see what they got. No, I'm already here. We already went over the, the main layout of the phones, freaking website. Okay, in-store exclusives. Let's see what they got going in-store. Free LG Stylo 6 when you switch to Boost Mobile. So if you can't afford $1,000 to a Galaxy Note, but you would really love a phone that has a stylus to make things just much more easier for you, free Stylo 6. And there you have it. Um, offer details. I'll check that out here in a second. Uh, new upgraded network. It's not an upgraded network, Boost. You are lying on that. You're using T-Mobile's, Skunk Mobile's network. Um, buy one phone, get one free. Plus, get the first phone free when you switch. BOGO. I haven't really seen Boost do BOGOs in a while. Good on them. Nice to see that. Shrink it. We already know about that. iPhone 7 in-store is $50. Man, I feel like a jack butt right now. Now I got to go back and look for that comment from that person from an old video. Go back to them and say, hey, it's still an offer in-store. Go get one. Because I told them that the offer probably changed to check with his Boost Mobile store to see if they still have that offer in. Uh, but now I know definitely it's still an offer. iPhone 7, $49.99. They were wanting like, what, 100 bucks for it? Uh, when, no, was it, it was a 200 $199, I believe it was, on the main page. So, yeah, 50 bucks. Take home big savings. Free phones when you switch. Looks like they got the LG K51, I believe that, that is. Samsung, man, why did they put this thing so small? Let's just zoom in. Boom! Huh. 
K51, Moto G Fast, and Samsung Galaxy A10. They should have did the other A, the A device, not the A10e. I don't know what's wrong with Boost Mobile. Maybe I should have bought Boost Mobile and then freaking turned that company around. Cool Pad Legacy for $39.99. Yeah, we got it. So that's in-store exclusives. What do you guys think of the in-store exclusives so far? Who would go for it? Who would go for the um, the uh, LG Stylo 6? Let's see here. Check AT&T prepaid phones. You want me to look at AT&T's website? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about that. It used to be $29.99, but they raised it. Yeah. Send you the... Oh, okay. Hey, he wants in. Copy the clipboard. Yeah, this live stream is about to get interesting. Very interesting. I thought he was at work, but hey, I'm not going to complain. If Sneed says send the link, send the link. It's always good to have him on here. Makes things interesting. I wonder if Carlos is up. <laughs> I'll just leave Twitter open just in case anybody else wants to wants to come in and hang out on a Monday. On a Monday, hang out. Hey, why not? How long is that offer good for? I don't know. I'll go back to it and check. Let me see. Let's go back to um, offer details. Uh, valid through October 5th, 2020. Da, da, da. Oh, we got it in here. Hold on. I'm going to end this uh, screen share. Wait. Well, no, he's not in here yet. Why did I end the screen share then? Well, we'll wait for him to come in. <laughs> Uh, phones. Well, bull. I mean, you know, they. I mean, it is what it is, right? But there are some people that just don't have that kind of money to drop on phones, right? That's the best that they can do. You know, uh, people walk all different paths of life. Yeah, if if you know Sneed's coming in, I'd love to have Carlos come in too. Love to have Technoid come in. Getting notifications on. No, I wasn't trying to go in there. I was trying to open that and go there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, babe. And then my babe's on top of it. She's all like, she was telling me that Sneed said to give him the invite link. So I did. I, I DM'd you. I believe I DM'd you the link. I'm sure because I didn't post anyone's YouTube channel, so I know I didn't post you a YouTube channel. Oh, here he comes in. All right, everybody. Welcome the man himself. Hey, morning. Dude. What's going on? Top of the morning to you, man. <laughs> Where are you off to? Um, just leaving the bakery, man. Headed home. We were off of uh, off of school today for the holiday, for Labor Day. I feel like and, an idiot uh, now. <laughs> I was like, has Tito, not, has Tito not like uh, looked at a calendar yet today? <laughs> no, because like, oh, I was like earlier I was telling everyone like a happy Labor Day and everything, and then I'm like, oh yeah, he's probably like you know having to deal with school right now. Yeah, so the you know like this is one of those holidays where it's state employees, government employees, federal employees, and then schools, banks, you know, the usual. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the world is still running, like all the, you know, all the enterprise, all the people that are in businesses and stuff, they're still cooking, you know? Yeah, my wife's at work today. She said it was slow, yeah. only eight customers. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be slower. I mean, it's raining over here, so, you know, regionally looking at the bakery situation, it was actually pretty busy, 
but if it was nicer weather, I feel like it would have been busier, you know, people like a lunch rush or something like that. Cause I don't know how many people are going to be grilling in the rain. You know? Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Weird. it was, it was like a downpour earlier from like 7 a.m. Uh-huh. to probably noon. It was like an absolute downpour, flash flooding all over the city. I think it's going to get colder in your area because I saw on the news like a major cold front's coming down. That's cool with me, bro. Uh, my favorite time of the year is the fall and the spring. Yeah. I don't, I don't, the, the winter is not bad. I like, I like the snow, but I don't like cold. Yeah. Like, um, and sometimes it'll drop below zero for se- like several weeks consecutively here in the CLE. Like, like it'll be sub zero for three weeks in February, you know? And then, and then it still stays pretty cold through March. And then in April, things start to warm up a little and then, I mean, it's it's nice and stuff, but yeah, the as you get older, you you don't like the winter. And, you know, you, it's hard to deal with it. You know, people have like yeah. old bones, and <laughs> it, it's just not fun. You know. Yeah, I know. I wish we had cold weather here because, like, it's so sad. I was reading that on the news. I'm like, yes, a cold front earlier than usual, and then I'm like, wait a minute, it's not going to reach Phoenix. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is a cold front in Phoenix? Eighty-eight. Well, I mean, like, I don't know that day where it's supposed to it's supposed yeah. to snow in Colorado, but on that day that it does get get really cold, we're only going to see like ninety-three. So. Is it just because of elevation? Yeah. Well, yeah. So you know, the, I mean, the valley is always always hot. <laughs> their topography makes things interesting, though. Oh, oh. Yeah, I tell everybody they're like, "Why is it so hot in Phoenix?" Well, it used to be a super volcano. What did people expect? <laughs> yeah, the geology there is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, there's so much here to see. I mean, if you really dig around, I mean, that's what I do. Like, um, on some times, um, me and the wife will go most of the time together. We'll check out something, go hiking, see a trail, go to a spot. You know, nice, there's nice. lots of things to do here, Grand Canyon, that type of stuff. I uh, love the Southwest U.S., bro. I, I love, I love the topography. I love the the dry. You know, I like the warm, the hot. Because you know, like the Eastern U.S. is cool, but I mean, I don't. It, it just because when you have something, you want the other yeah. thing, right? So yeah, <laughs> you get sick of all the wooded areas and all the forestry. You're like, man, I want to see what those, the valleys and the canyons and the like the different mountains, you know, larger, like I call them real mountains. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't look at, <clears throat> for example, like Appalachia, I don't look at it as intimidating, but the Rockies are intimidating, you know? So yeah. The, but that's the nice thing. This is a huge country. There's so much to see, you know, even the, even the Dakotas, Wyoming, Montana, you know, you, you still want to experience these places. You know, it's a huge country, a uh, big country. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when I go hiking, I do a lot of live streaming on uh, Instagram. So, <laughs> you had to throw that in there, bro. You really had to do that. Oh, yeah. We gotta get you on the ground, dude. So, like, you I mean, I'm not you know, on like... the ground, bro. I I don't even like social media, you know. You got me doing. You got me doing the YouTube thing, bro. That's enough. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll just keep throwing it in there, right? Like maybe one day we'll we'll, we'll see a a Sneed Instagram profile pop up. You don't have uh, to follow anyone, but like you know, Carlos is on there, and yeah. yeah, I live stream when I go hiking. So, okay, so if I do Instagram, I'm getting rid of Twitter. 
I don't think anyone wants you to get rid of Twitter. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't want all of this. I can't even handle yeah, no. it, bro. The, I don't, bro. There's so <laughs> many notifications on my phone. It's, it's absurd. I try to reply to people on YouTube. You know, yeah. if I get like 130 comments on a video, I, mean, I, I try to get to them all. Sometimes I only have enough time to just like them or give them a heart or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's too much. Too much, bro. It is. I'd rather, matter of fact, it I'd rather make more content than to just have a bunch of social media, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're right on that. That's one of the things that plagues a lot of people too, right? It's like, you know, they have so much social media accounts and then they start paying attention to it. They kind of let life pass them by because they're always focused on the notifications that pops up. You know, who's on, who's doing what on Facebook, who's doing what on Twitter, and then who's doing what on Instagram. And they're always constantly cycling through it. Life passes them by. So you got a different, you got a yeah, different wanna, look because you're not, on, plus, you're not on it. Plus my wife has Instagram, Tito. Really? Wow. So you there, Tito? I mean, you got me? Yeah. Am I still connected here? Yeah, oh, I hear okay. you. I thought maybe I, uh, I thought maybe I disconnected for a second. I was going to say my wife's on Instagram. So then she's definitely going to, she, I don't even know if she's subscribed to my YouTube channel, honestly. Wow. I don't know. Go on she her phone and check. <laughs> What's that? To go on her phone and check. If she's not, then hit the subscribe <laughs> button and hit all notifications. <laughs> she's going to wait till I get to like 999,999 subscribers, and then she'll be the 1 million. <laughs> no, next year. <laughs> I wish, man. That would be, be something. My channel is not that type of channel, bro. It, it would never. It's too. It's too technical to ever be a channel like that. Well, that's why it's growing. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it grows and stuff, and I'm I'm very satisfied with the growth. I I don't have any issues with it at all. But it'll never be a. It's not a mainstream channel, and when you don't mainstream, you're just not going to have that rate of growth. You know. I mean, I could see yeah. at the peak, like the most subs I'll ever have. I would say the most I could ever have is probably forty or fifty thousand subs. I think you. I think you would go beyond that. I think you'll hit over a hundred thousand. It's like maybe the other guys might get mad that I say this, but the the reason that the, the reason why a lot of people are flocking is because a lot of the things that you cover again are things that no one's talking about, and then it gives way much more in depth insight for people to understand why has their phone been glitchy? How come their calls are dropping? Why is their data so slow? Like. You know, because before all everyone had was, you know, calling into uh, customer support and getting that lame ass line of like, oh, we're upgrading in your area. And that's why you should be experiencing some, you know, connectivity issues. But it'll be fixed in like two weeks. You break it down. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of us flock towards you because we're like, hey, he's he's covering something that, you know, is essential for people to know. To understand, it helps people from doing the, the jump around because a lot of people are just doing that like, oh, Boost sucks. I'm jumping to Cricket. Cricket sucks. I'm jumping to Metro. And, or like, and then and postpaid T-Mobile, Verizon, Sprint, AT&T. It stops mm-hmm. people from having to go through all the humbug of porting out and going through all that and setting up phones and this and that because now they got a clear understanding. If T-Mobile sucks in their area, it's because of these changes. It's because of these decisions for the network build out. Who should I go to? Okay, I hear AT and T is doing good. AT and T solid in my area. One port out, I don't got to worry about porting out again. Yeah. You are saving people. Yeah, I mean, it, 
that's the thing. A lot of times the, uh, the information is in different places. You just have to sort through a lot of it and try to figure out what applies to your situation. And, you know, you create like an action plan and stuff like that. I do yeah. see people make bad decisions, you know, like, you know, jumping around and going through the, the whole carousel of carriers and prepaid and postpaid and all that. So, yeah, I have seen that. And, yeah. uh, but you know, they're learning, they're, they're trying, you know, but you don't know, you don't know what's really the case. You know, you don't know the truth in every situation. Yeah. You know, um, and carriers aren't going to tell you the truth. <laughs> they're not, you know, Verizon's not going to tell you the truth. AT&T won't. T-Mobile ain't going to tell you nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's up to you. The responsibility is on you to find the information you need. Yeah, I kind of missed um, the live streams like you, you and Carlos did back to back, and that was that was a nice touch that um you guys had Technoid open up your guys' live streams. That was so cool. <laughs> I dude, went out Technoid. there. And... <laughs> Technoid's crazy, man. That dude, he's he's got so much fun energy, man. The dude is an entertainer through and through. He's brilliant. He's intelligent. He's smart. He's he's fun. He's a good dude, bro. He's got a great heart. And, yeah. Uh, you know he's selfless. He really, he really does a great show, and, he, and he, he's got that entertainment quality about him, man. That's... I thought that was a good way to open, especially you know when he's all he plays it off like, "Oh, you guys were expecting Carlos," but hey, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's a good way to do it." Yeah, um, it was good stuff. But what you guys were talking about um, with uh, T-Mobile um, no longer supporting Wi-Fi calling on on older devices kind of emphasizing to push people to move to newer devices. That's kind of a, that's, you know, that's a dick move of T-Mobile to do. Yeah, man. Um, I, I've kind of, I don't want to say I've warmed up to it. I'm just more understanding to the situation after kind of letting it settle in. Yeah. So the bad part about it is you have a situation where people are going to be forced out of their phone if they want that particular feature. Yeah. So to kind of frame it in the correct way, you have to keep in mind a 2016 or a 2015 device is a very old device now, right? It's four or five years old. And so much has changed on the T-Mobile network since then. Yeah. So they've added band 71, which is 600 megahertz. Any phone in those years of like 15, 16, they don't have band 71. How do we know? T-Mobile didn't have it at that time. You know, they didn't, they didn't win the auction for it till 2016 or whatever. Right. So, you know, there's that piece. Um, so a newer phone gets you access to that critical low band, you know, that, that band is critical to their, their network moving forward. They don't have proper low band deployment without it. So if you don't have it, you're relying on their five megahertz, that little channel of band 12. And it's, it's awful. It's like calling only. You know, like yeah. my tower, my home tower is band 12 and band 66. The 66 doesn't reach. The band 12 is five megahertz. I'd be lucky to get one megabit per second in my house. So now if that tower had band 71, I'd probably have four bars. And I would probably be getting 20 or 30 megabits per second. Yeah. Which you know, that's right? how important that, that spectrum is. So, you know, but it's it's hard, Tito, because there are people who are you know, it's 2020 and we have this pandemic going on and people are saving their ducats. They're not going to spend willy nilly. I really feel like unless, uh, 
T-Mobile can offer them a free phone, right? Yeah. If it has that, like, entry level, like, as entry level as you can get, maybe say, hey, you know, we'll get you on this new phone. You pay the taxes, you yeah. know, or something, or something like that. And then they just, they profit off the service, and that covers up the cost. And, you know, if, if, that, if, you, if your end game is to really give people better access on the network, you might have to do stuff like that, you know? Yeah, they can trade in the, their phones. The greater concern is actually the Sprint customer. They're the issue, right? Yeah. It, think about somebody who had a Sprint phone in 2015. So what year, what what devices would have came out for Sprint in 2015? Probably the LG G6 or the 2016, right? No, LG G6, there, yeah. no band 71 because it was T-Mobile, uh, it was Sprint, right? And it was legacy. Uh, no N41, no N71, you know, like all the big pieces about what T-Mobile is doing with the network not included on that older hardware. So eventually they do need new phones. Just nobody likes being told that now is the time. It's yeah. never going to be easy. It's like it's like somebody telling you, you know, this is the inevitable. You're going to have to come to accept it at some point. It's yeah. either now or later. Let's just do it now. It's kind of like that. Oh, come on. So this is 2017. <laughs> but I mean, All right. maybe it was the G5. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what phones came out back then. So that would have been like the Nexus 6B, the yeah. Moto X Pure Edition or something. I don't know. What was that? 2015, maybe? Um, I can't even go. Pixel 1 was 2016. Oh, iPhone 6? iPhone 6S, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, like that's what I'm thinking. That era. The phone. Yeah, so. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to, to that fact, right? You know, like it's inevitable as as a network evolves and changes. You know, older devices become unsupported, and as much as you love the phone, you, you just can't help the fact. I mean, unless you're going to spend like buku dollars to try and like modify it, but then what's the point of doing that? You're still spending the same amount you would spend to get yeah. a new phone. So, so you know, what's crazy, Tito, is these carriers they build out these networks and they improve them and make them better. Yeah, they take your money that you spent, and they take some of it and they put it in their pockets. They take some of it and they spend it on making the network better. Yeah. So when you pay your bill, and your carrier improves the network and brings new bands and new spectrum to make your experience better, why would you not want to experience those upgrades? Yeah. You know, by not upgrading your phone and sticking to a 2015 device, you're essentially saying. I'm giving you money and not expecting anything better in return. And one of the things that really hurts the the root metrics, the open signal, the Google te- speed test results, the tests and all that is when people have old devices. Like why is AT&T do so well with their downlink speeds on these root metrics reports now? It's because their customers upgrade to new devices, which gives them the latest hardware, the latest technology. Yeah. So the CRAN with the band 46 and the band 14 and those devices do that, but they spent money to upgrade. Yeah. Right? So the person who's pushing, pushing the LG G6 has a Snapdragon 821 or 820. It's a limited processor. That's, that's a great processor up until about 2018, right? But it's two years beyond its prime. You know, yeah. like, like right now, a Google Pixel 2 XL is now done with its prime right now it's in its it's in its um it's in its twilight right it's going to have support probably for one more year to get security patches yep and maybe an operating system update you know after this and that's it right you're gonna have to go custom rom uh the hardware becomes dated 
you know, and and the camera tech is going to evolve, right? So it's going to be behind. You enjoy it while they're good. And then at some point you have to upgrade. I mean, (laughs) if you upgraded your TV every five years, you're always going to have a great TV. Yeah. If you upgrade your TV every 10 years, you're going to have an outdated TV for five years, six years. You know, so if you upgrade your car every three years, you always going to have a great car. If you upgrade your car every 10 years, you're going to have an old car for five years. You know, like you have to be able to look at it, you know, like that. And and they'll continue to be able to use their older phones. They just won't have the Wi-Fi calling. So if you're cool with not having Wi-Fi calling, then who cares? Yeah. But if you have no signal in your house and you rely on Wi-Fi calling, we have a problem. Yeah. That's that's uh that's the way the mobile game market works, man. I mean, that's why I was always telling people from the very beginning, like when smartphones, you know, were coming out, networks and all that stuff, you are in the hamster wheel, whether you like it or not. Um, the arguments when people would come to argue about phones and be like, Well, iPhone's got six years support. Yeah, I mean that's nice to know that, but um as far as like network compatibility, that's the big issue there. That's why like, um, when arguments come to like software support, it's like yeah. uh, you really want like one or two years. Well, if we're talking wireless networking, let's look at this from a, from an actual like network standpoint. So T-Mobile brings band 71, 2017. All right. Mass yeah. deployment 2018, 19, and 20. For the last three years, without a phone with band 71, you've been missing their their most important banned in their history of wireless right this is supposed to be their game changer this is what they market you know so you're out you're not involved you're not partaking right verizon has had the same bands for so long there hasn't been anything new to the company with the exception of millimeter wave and it's only in 39 markets so yeah you don't need that you don't need to partake in that but at&t just got a huge first net contract Band 14 nationwide, 10 megahertz yeah. channels everywhere in the country. If you're an AT&T customer, you must get a Band 14 phone. It will change your experience on the network like night and day. You'll, you're also those same sites are getting Band 30, which is a huge mid-band spectrum. Holding. It's going to make your connection so fast. All right? It's going to make your connection foolproof. You're always going to have full resolution video. It's never going to buffer. It's never going to be slow. It's never going to bottom out. How do you not want to be a part of that? You know, then you're paying your bill. You're paying for that. You built that. You paying your bill, built the new network, built the new things in there. And you're not partaking because you don't want to upgrade your phone. Now, if you can't upgrade your phone, that's a different story. But if you can, and you're just like, eh, impartial, you're missing out on key elements of the network. Right. Kathy had a really good analogy about it because you know how like on, on, on some highways and stuff, they got the tollway. They use that money to maintain the roads and build out the highway bigger so, you know, less congestion and whatnot. Yeah, in the same analogy, yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. I mean, you know, with that, hopefully T-Mobile does do that. Hopefully T-Mobile does either, you know, bring it to where if you can't upgrade, if you don't like have the, the you know, the funds to upgrade that they have some sort of offer for you or maybe like a trade-in, bring in your old device you, we'll we'll knock you know 100 percent off and you just take care of the taxes on it and maybe do like the the, the revel mm-hmm. do those phones as 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 what they do with the trade-in yeah that would be yeah. a good thing yeah i think they could work out a deal like that 
to really entice people to switch, right? Yeah. To change up their phone. So, you know, you give them a trade in on the phone, you know, half the value or whatever it is, depending on the expense. I don't know. Uh, that phone they're selling for 400 bucks, you know, um, trade in your phone, get a hundred dollars off. Yeah. You know, if it's a, it's, if it's a, maybe an iPhone, something, whatever, maybe 200 off. Yeah. Something. And pay 200 bucks, pay half, you know, something like that. So, and, and actually when somebody says I pay half, you pay half, that feels like a fair exchange, right? Like you're doing your yeah. part. I'm doing my part. feels like a co-op. So look, we're going to try to help you have a better service experience. We're willing to pay half of it. If you're willing to pay your upgrade to have the better access. Gene, are you sure that these are the money to improve the network? I mean, they are to an extent. <sighs> yeah, they are. They, they are, but I mean, I think they're hurting for money bad, dude. Yeah. I think it's um, a lot worse than we know. I really do. You can feel it. I mean, it's, it's funny because, like, I left I left Google Fi, right? Like, I completely closed out my Google Fi account and everything, w- walked away from it. Um, and then uh, a friend of mine that has Google Fi was like, yo, it got better in Phoenix. I'm like, BS. It did it or didn't? He goes, did. So <laughs> I made a, <clears throat> I signed back in into Google Fi last night. <laughs> I put it on my eSIM. It's actually running better. So it was like, I feel like an idiot for, for closing out an account and like announcing I'm, I'm done with Google Fi until, you know, T-Mobile's network gets better here. And then it, it, they're, they're making improvements. So I can say they are, they are spending their money on the network because they're making improvements in Phoenix, which here it was bad for a while. Like I was really upset with the performance and it's, it's doing good. So I'm back well, with them again. Still but gonna, the it's still going to have problems. I know as it's still going to have, it's not going to be the best, but yeah. it did get a little bit better. But it, it's gonna the same thing you you just experienced that got bad for a while. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen again. Yeah, well, At, they they haven't migrated twenty percent of the Sprint customers to T-Mobile yet. So wait till they do that. It's gonna be more of the same. It's gonna be outages. It's gonna be failures. It's gonna be dropped calls and no data and. <sighs> site shutdowns and all this my, yeah, wife, dude. my wife is burning me right now yes i have just about every social platform and that's just because people that use different social platforms connect with me on a personal level on them i have them for that reason if, if i you know if i didn't want to connect with everyone that watches my live streams or watches my videos i would not have a social account on anything that's just yeah, me <laughs> big time social yeah yeah tech, tech loving mama in here what's up how's it going Jose's still got Google Fi. He's got on his Pixel 4 XL along with AT&T. It's working well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just feel stupid, you know what I mean, for, for closing out Google Fi. Because I really depended on the structure of the way I had, you know, like the plan set up with my kids with the data-only lines and everything. And I was just like, I don't know. I let, it, I let it get to me. So I feel like an idiot for doing that. So relaunched it. And, um, yeah, I've already said it. If, if I don't make Team Pixel – with this next round coming up with the with the four A five G and the five, I've already uh, tested out my credit with Google Fi. I got a max limit of one thousand six hundred dollars, so I'm gonna grab both phones from them one way or another. Oh well, yeah, just so I can review it. I told I told my wife that she'll get the four A five G. She's like, "Why? I have the four A." I'm like, "You'll get the four A five G, or you'll get the five. If I like the four A five G, I'm probably gonna get the I'm probably gonna get the four A five G. Yeah." The the five is the one that that uh, will have millimeter wave connectivity, or both of them won't. 
uh, one version of the Pixel 5 will have millimeter wave. I wonder which one that is. It's going to be the Verizon one. Ah, that's right. Be... Um, Verizon picks up on pixels. There's always a Verizon model. They've they've got that re- they've got that relationship. Yeah, jeez, man. Because that's that's actually cool. Because like I don't know if anyone knows it, but you can pick up a Verizon model and throw your Google Fi SIM, and it's going to work. Absolutely. After, but the Verizon one is going to be locked for sixty days. Yeah. So, and that's that's a new policy I think they've implemented for I think last two years. Kind of sucks. Um. Yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. sucks. Yeah, but it's better than some of the unlocked ones, like Boost Mobiles. You have to be with them for a year, fully active, <laughs> before they unlock the phone. A lot of people hated that because they wanted to go to Metro and they couldn't take their iPhone with them or their Samsung Galaxy S8. Well, certain policies suck. Uh, Verizon's used to be sweet; they had no lock at all. So actually, yeah. I used to recommend that people, when you buy a phone secondhand, you buy a Verizon model. Because what you could do is you can meet the person at the Verizon store, have the account cleared, and have the IMEI just matched and everything checked out so it's off the account. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you don't have to worry about it getting blacklisted or if it was blacklisted or anything like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's funny. My, my sister just sent a notification out. She's live. So it's weird, right? Like, you know, I had mentioned that my sister almost got arrested for doing that sign waving and stuff like that. So she came up with a good idea, and that's uh, they're going to stick their signs to the side of their trucks and drive around. That's the plan? Yeah, she's got a convoy already put together, and uh, they're driving right now. So I'm like, that's cool. Very smart of them to do that. Yeah, she's man. On she's on a mission, dude. Yeah. So she's on that mission, and I fully support her on that. But I don't know, man. You know, uh, it's just, I don't know, a lot, a lot of things getting, you know, just, just a bit more crazier. Um, in the tech space is what I'm referring to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was it? I don't know if you've seen um, uh, B Tech Reviews live stream the other night. I subscribed to him, but it didn't give me notification, bro. I hate YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's notifications is so broken. The notification system is busted. It, it's all kinds of messed up. <laughs> YouTube needs to get that stuff fixed. But um, yeah, I I ended up talking to Mike um about what happened because little art, not a little art, not an argument, but just this stuff started to pick up on there that was just like. It didn't need to be or need to be said. You know, Mike's not familiar with what goes on in the tech space to that extent. So I was just like, uh, that wasn't a good thing. So. I'm getting the 21 questions from Yasmin right now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get the floor dirty, Yasmin. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I'm going to stick with by invisible. <laughs> I still haven't paid a bill with Visible since last year, October. So, like, all the credit that I've gotten from the time when they did have the, you know, share your your code, invite people in, I still have $300 in credit from that plus the the party pay. So my bill is actually only 5 bucks, but Visible waives that and just makes it $0. So I haven't paid anything in, in a year. 
So I'll keep sticking with visible <laughs> until they, even I was if they start say, charging that's me the best the thing. That's the best deal going right now in wireless. Yeah, it is. Let's see. Oh, Gene supports the visible. Yeah, with the visible. Ishmael, what's up, man? Ishmael. Glad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll just I'll stick with Phi. I'll have Phi, um, because you know my wife doesn't want uh, a second line to that extent where she has like two phone numbers. So I reactivated one of the data only SIM cards and I gave it to her. She has a Google Voice in case she she wants like a, a throwaway number. But other than that, she only uses uh, the other phone to like stream her music to the car when she's driving. So yeah. Just share the same same. The data. flexibility is the flexibility with these lines is pretty nice. I will say that. Yeah, I just wish they didn't throttle at twenty two gigs. They should push that's, that. That's that. that's a well. So that's the thing, man, and that's why I think a company, an offer like Visible might work better. Yeah. You know? I wish Pretty Visible gave prepaid's a pretty thing. good deal right now. Yeah. Well, I mean. Is it because of your kids? You don't want them having access to a line? Yeah, I just okay. want them to have access to the net. And because yeah. I, I don't pay anything for these additional data only sims, I can add 10 of them to my account. I pay nothing extra. Just the usage, right? Yeah, the usage just pulls from my line. So whatever data they use calculates against the data I use. Yeah, it's a pretty cool feature. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I hear you. Uh, but I won't complain at 22 gigs. I mean, that's better. They could have had it at 15. Sure. Yeah, so I mean, I'll take what I get. What like how bad is the deprio after? I mean, it goes to one one twenty eight kilobits per second. Oh my god! Yeah, like like two G. Yeah, it goes would that be considered two G? Yeah, that's two G. It drops so to that. It's unusable. That's that's what Boost essentially did to their customers. Yeah. I noticed a lot of prepaid did that. Like, you know, when you, when you pass a certain point, like even if you're deep prior, they, they tell you you're deep prior to 128 kilobits for the, for the congested moment, but then you'll go back. But it's like, yeah. I guess for me, it works out because I have, I have home Wi-Fi, and my kids are always on it. Like they only use the data on their SIM card when they, when, when they go to physical school, which is still closed right now. But when they go there, they have their phone in their backpacks when they're walking home emergencies even though i picked them up from school but still like they have a phone for emergencies you just never yeah. know what's going to happen yeah um, the, uh, really so the situation and and this is where i think a lot of what people say doesn't make sense when people say things like we don't need 5g what planet are you living on i still <laughs> see companies throttling people down to 128 kbps so what do you mean lt is fine no it's not it's not fine or else carriers wouldn't be throttling us down to 1G and 2G speeds and unusable, you know, data. Yeah. Uh, Madman, basically, it's just got to be able to support T-Mobile's network because that's what Boost is on right now. So if you have yeah. like a device that can support T-Mobile's network, then their TN SIM cards will work in your in your device. I'd say a band 71 is essential on Boost. Yeah, well, five G is absolutely, and and I'll and I'll take it from the aspect of what happened on yet on yesterday's conversation regarding Google Stadia. Like I, I like playing games on Stadia, and if I have to take it to go, like if my wife's like, hey, you know, I want to go to the store buy you know, buy some stuff for dinner, and I'm you know I'm riding shotgun in the car, um, I want to continue playing my game. So and sure. I and I'm gonna take it on the go. Mm-hmm. 
5G is going to make that where it's seamless. Just mm-hmm. yeah. Your your 5G network could be much better than your home Wi-Fi. Yeah, probably, probably will be actually. Yeah, because I'm using I'm using Cox Internet. Cox is it's, trash, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I experienced it. I mean, this is what I'm on right now, and like every now and then, like I'll cut out for no like, reason. I'll just freeze for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Life too, bro. I know. Yeah, I was like, what? I did a speed test on my laptop connected to Cox, and I'm like, I'm supposed to have the Gigablast, but I'm only getting um, was it uh, 300 on the down and 150 on on the up? So the plan changed. I just changed it. Like, why the hell am I going to pay for a Gigablast if I'm just going to get what their other plan has? So I reduced it down to that, which is oh, their yeah, 300 to save, to yeah. save uh, 30 bucks or something, 40 bucks. Yeah, just to save on that. It's like, what's the point of paying for it if I'm not getting it? Yep, I hear you. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. So I, I dropped my internet plan to that. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it's going to get built out here. Because I know, like, what was it? Um, Caleb was telling me, like, here in Phoenix, the density is bad. <laughs> for which uh, which ISP? Uh, so he named out, uh, well, Cox is one of them. But he also named out on, on the mobile side, like, you know, T-Mobile and um, partially AT&T. Cause like you know like like Carlos will tell me like AT and T is great. He shows me speeds like what he gets in Vegas, and they're a lot better than what than what we get here. Like I'll put the AT and T sim in the the Pixel Four and even run it where on their expense like their LTE advanced. And I'm I'm not I'm pulling like about a hundred and eight down and forty up, but I see like right, so go higher. So here here's a word to the wise: the most effective way to find the best carrier in your market wherever you mm-hmm. live and work and stuff you literally have to try it for yourself like you you have to either try each company's prepaid right or yeah. or whatever or an mvno and and kind of figure out okay well here's here's what their coverage is like and here's what their service is like right and then you can go with the best one that performs for you or if you can't really afford to sit there and try you know seven different carriers and then four or five of them are going to be awful for a month, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And the other option is to use, you know, a like a crowdsource platform, like, like cell mapper and look in the zip code where you live and where you work and just look at the tower grid, you know, look how densely packed those, those tower sites are. Cause generally speaking, if there are a lot of tower sites for a company that ensures good coverage, yeah. And that likely means you're going to have good speeds because the more towers you have, the less people are on each tower, right? So like, and, and this is how I explain it to people. If a company has five cell phone towers in a large city, you're going to have 100,000 people on five towers. Well, what if you doubled the towers, right? So you went from five to 10. Now the tower strain is half of what it used to be, right? So- right. That, and that's that's essentially what you're looking at. The the more towers in an area, the better the coverage. You're likely not going to have coverage gaps, and then the better the speeds, right? And because there's less con, there's less congestion on the network. So use a, a service like Cell Mapper. Look at the tower density. Look at the locations of the towers, and you know try one or two companies that seem to have the best coverage, and then try them, and then see what happens. Right, and pick the one you like better. Features, accessibility, you know, rate plan, whatever the cost is. You know, go with the one you like. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's definitely. As I tell people, like, you can't go off other people's experience that you see on YouTube and stuff like that because they're in a different city. What they're getting may not be what you get in your area. You always have to, like, go around. Like, I always tell people, like, get word of mouth from people that have, like, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint back in the day and just be like, go from word of mouth and see who's getting the best coverage, like, in areas that you go to. Um, but a cell mapper, that's that's a great strategy point, too. I never thought I'd, like, telling people to use cell mapper. Yeah, that's where I tell people to start. Yeah, you know, uh, and if they're not like savvy enough to really look and view and assess the cell mapper software and, and program, yeah. I tell them to go to rootmetrics, rootmetrics.com. Look up your state, look up your region, look up your city, look up your market, and uh, you know, look at 4G availability and look up 4G speeds and look up video experience and look up uh you know, call quality and texting and messaging, they have all those metrics, you know, and, and that's a good starting point too, because if it says Verizon is the best, uh, has the best video experience and 99% of what you do on your phone is watching video mm-hmm. and, and it's 99% or scores a 99 out of a hundred in your market, yeah. that might be the best option for you. But let's, let's frame it differently. Let's say Verizon is 99, at and is 98.5. And T-Mobile's 97.9. They're so close to each other that you might as well actually just pick the one that's cheaper. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like if there's not that much of a difference, you know, the the benefits of that 1.1% better, you know, like maybe it's not really substantial. So I think I think root metrics is useful in that way too. Open signal is a nice uh nice uh agency that does good or that does nice testing. You know, you take into account, all, like, why do those people do that? You know, use that information to your benefit. Yeah, I think that, that's a, that's what, uh, <laughs> that reminds me of, like, what Sprint's slogan was. Remember, Sprint used to be like, you know, we're, we're 1% from Verizon. But, like, that's like. But that's not true. But yeah. Know. Was, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, actually, are you on your Chromebook right now, Tito? Yeah. Why don't we do a screen share? Why don't we go to Rootmetrics for, so go to Rootmetrics.com. And let's go to Phoenix, bro. Let's check out the uh, let's check out the performance. And you could tell me, man, since you've lived in the city for several years now, let's see if the ratings hold up. We'll do half one of twenty twenty for Phoenix, Arizona. All right. So well, let me screen share this. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So righty, let's uh, let's go to. Um, was it coverage yeah. map? You or? need you, you need reports. You need the reports. Root score reports? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Um, now let's on the right, you should be able to select Phoenix, Arizona for half one twenty twenty. And that'll give us the data from January through June. All right, I see Tucson, Tulsa. Where Phoenix it? should be there, bro. That's a big enough market to, to definitely demand their own testing. We got El Paso, Albuquerque. So this is not. Uh... Can I just do like a search? You don't see Phoenix, really? No, not not in, not in the first twenty. But I can search it. Wow, I'm surprised. I, thought, I mean, 
if Scottsdale is on there, then that's just jack. That's messed up. Because <laughs> I I would assume that Phoenix is a bigger market than Scottsdale, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, definitely it is. Scottsdale is just like right on the outskirts of Phoenix. It's like a small mm-hmm. subsection of it. Huh. So root score award winner. They got it at AT and T. Is this Phoenix? Yeah, this is Phoenix. All right, so let's take a look at this breakdown. Okay, now, based on those scores, this is overall, right? Yeah. Overall performance. See how Verizon and AT&T are, like, real close? Yeah, they're neck and neck. Now, that's overall, right? But you can yeah. see that Sprint's, like, way back. Oh, yeah. So, in, in Phoenix, you could almost have any carrier except Sprint. Yeah, T-Mobile's you know? not far behind, 96.3. Now let's take a look at some of the specific metrics. So let's look at um, network reliability, right? The fact that you always have a, a good signal and you can you can get data and you can make a call and send a text. Again, same story. AT&T, you know, up front, Verizon right there. Uh, and T-Mobile's pretty close too and Sprint's way back. Yeah. All right, Tito, is that your experience? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. AT and T Verizon is pretty much like on there, even with uh, me just being on like like on visible on one line, right. which you know has a lower priority on on Verizon's network, and then you have um, the line. Well, remember, we that haven't means. looked at downlink speed or anything like that. We're just looking at available network reliability, right? Yeah. Okay, let's look at the next metric. Network, network speed. All right, so now we're starting to get a little bit of separation. AT&T seems to be the fastest. Verizon's right behind them. T-Mobile's yeah. right behind Verizon. And then there's Sprint way back. Yeah. Now, the difference there is measure is measurable between first and last. Right? Between first and second, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Maybe between first and third, you could tell the difference, like, between AT&T and T-Mobile. Right? Yep. Let's look at the next measure uh, metric. All right, what's this one? Data performance. Okay, so I'm not sure what data performance means. There's a description there. You could probably read it. But uh, maybe it's a measure of, of, you know, quality connection or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's, but, going uh, over. it's like AT&T recorded uh, the fastest median download speed at 50.4 megabits per second. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, from what I can tell, it looks like AT&T and Verizon are right there. T-Mobile's right behind Verizon and Sprint's way back. All right, let's yeah. go to call performance. This is important to me. I don't know about you, man, but I still call people. So, yeah, cell performance. No, See, Sprint. look at Sprint. Look at it's unacceptable. They're way behind in every metric. So, really, in Phoenix, the one to just you you probably need to stay away from is Sprint. Yeah, you know, T-Mobile's not that bad. Verizon's right there you know, competing for the number one spot in pretty much every metric. But AT&T seems to, to be leading the way. What's the last one? Texting? Yeah, text performance. Yeah, this one, everybody should be right there. Yeah, see yeah. how there's no separation? Yeah. All right, let's do the CLE, bro. Okay. You know, because nobody knows the CLE like I do, man. You know, I've been here. I'm a lifer, dude. I drive the entire city all the time testing wireless networks, so. There we go. See, this is this is the type of tool that and information that people need to utilize if they're looking to switch a carrier, right? So, 
All right, now yeah. I have Verizon, bro, and and I have AT and T, and I have T Mobile. You know, so I have them all. All right, uh, this is overall. So no arguments for me. That that all looks pretty pretty much spot on. Let's look at some of the specific metrics. Network. What's reliable. this one? Yeah, uh, that's probably accurate. Yeah, no argument here. Network accessibility is next. Uh, now we start yeah, to see man. some Verizon's the best. AT&T's right there, though. Yeah, it's not that far behind on T-Mobile. I'm surprised T-Mobile's rating is so high. I really am. Yeah, they're still there with them on it. Now, network speed, uh, pretty much Verizon and AT&T are not far behind each other. But T-Mobile got... used to be really fast here. Yeah, 98.5, they got them at. Sucked since December. Um, Data performance. Yep. Now, notice there's very little separation between all the carriers. You can pretty much pick your carrier in the CLE, except there is no uplink for Sprint, right? Which is yeah. now now it's all T-Mobile, so it doesn't even matter. So, but anyway. So, performance. Texting should be all the same because it's texting. Texting wow. is – yeah, so – Cool. But this is how this is how the CLE's always been. It's always been a Verizon town. It's always been that way. And yeah. T-Mobile's forced the issue, and they've gotten better, you know. But it's always been a Verizon town, always. Oh, Caleb's in here. Caleb, yeah. LA is the best. best. We could do Caleb. the LA market for Caleb. Let's do it. Caleb, if you want to come in, man, let me know. I'll DM you the link. All right, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do the LA way. market, man. Let's see. All right. Now, if you don't believe in root metrics, if you don't see them as a credible source, then what we're saying and what we're looking at, you're like, this is bullshit, whatever. Um, <laughs> there's always open signal. There's always Ookla. There's other agencies and testing firms. All right, so LA. LA people we'll say people say that Verizon is slow in LA. I, 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 I don't know. Let's, let's see. All right. Network reliability. They're still up there. AT&T is at 96. They're along with uh, T-Mobile, not far behind the AT&T, but Verizon's up there at 98. Now look at Sprint. More competitive in this market than the other ones we checked, right? We'll go now, back to now, it. Yeah, now yeah. let's go to that next metric. Network accessibility. Whoa. Now this is the first time we saw Sprint not be last place in a metric today. Yeah. So that means whatever they're doing in LA, those engineers are doing better, right? Or Sprint spending more money there. You get what I'm saying? Like, hey. yeah. You, yeah, you can definitely see that. Oh, even a network speed. Wow, look at T-Mobile, man. They're hurting. Yeah. Wow. Data performance and then Sprint drops back down to fourth. So in this city, it looks like Verizon is 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 ahead, and AT and T is right behind them. And then it, I mean, I personally think that Sprint's better than T Mobile in this market overall, based on those different tests and those metrics. Yeah. Yep. So this is an important tool that I think people should utilize if they 
are thinking about switching from their carrier, but are not sure about other carrier performance in their market. Open signal is good. This one, which is root metrics, is good. Uh, cell mapper is great. You know, you can see where the tower sites are located. I mean, that's kind of cool, bro. Like if you could, if you can go on cell mapper and then put in your address for your house and see, oh, there's a tower three quarters of a mile away, a yeah. T-Mobile tower, right? And then you check your work and you're like, oh, there's a T-Mobile tower one mile away from where I work. T-Mobile is probably going to be pretty nice for you, right? You're always going to have signal. You always have data, you know, and and vice versa. I mean, maybe you, you've got Verizon. You're like, oh, well, there's a tower that's a mile and a half away from my house. And then there's a tower that's about a mile from my house. So that, that should still be pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll see. I sent Caleb a freaking link to join him, but he said he's driving. Oh, man, he's been a busy dude, man. He's moving. Oh, let's see this. Oh, oh, I'm gonna plug in my address on here to see if I can uh, see what I get. And out then of sometimes it. you just put in your zip code, right? Yeah. And you can get a nice scope of your carrier in your city, right? So, what does that mean? Why would you look up just your zip code? Well, you would want to get, you would want to compare carriers your zip code so you can click on t-mobile and then switch over to verizon and you could literally see the towers change so where all the t-mobile ones are and then all of a sudden where all the verizon ones are and you'll see you know verizon has more towers you'll see the you know all the spots that have been charted and mapped Yeah, I'm trying to look at it through like the details and everything. Because I can tell you right now in the CLE, there's a Verizon tower every mile and a half, two miles. Like I'm not even exaggerating. You know, uh, AT&T's got towers all over the place. T-Mobile's, they've got a lot of towers here too, but they've got some bad spots. They've got some spaces that they need to fill in coverage. You know, so they need a tower site in between two that are you know four miles apart from each other or three miles apart from each other hmm. well wow it's got a freaking um on the site cellmapper.net it's got a lte uh, calculator you put in like the band mm-hmm. yeah it'll tell yeah, you where all the sites are that have that particular band yeah and they'll tell you like what the output would be mm-hmm. as far as configuration bandwidth uh, bandwidth modulation mm-hmm. mimo now why does that matter why does bandwidth matter well you can have band 12 and band 66. You're like, oh, great. I'll have two carry aggregation. This should be awesome, right? Yeah. Well, what if it's 5 megahertz of band 12 and 10 megahertz of band 66? Well, that's that's only 15 megahertz of spectrum. As opposed right. to, you know, if, it's, if you have band 71 and band 66, that might be 15 megahertz band 71, 15 megahertz band 66. That's 30 megahertz. That's double the speed. Right, be double the bandwidth, so that's important to note too. That's a great little tool for people just to mess around with, just to know what they're going to get in their area. I mean, and that's and 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 that two point five gigahertz spectrum, man. Uh, that's a banger, bro. You know, those are, that's a fast connection. Like, yeah, the band is it's, and it and it has a little bit of reach too, and it penetrates buildings. You know, if you're within like a mile and a half, two miles, you know. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Those yep. are some the ma- the majestic goat has spoken. <laughs> yeah, 
don't know, dude. I'm like, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, what I was getting to earlier with that the whole thing, um, I don't know, man. I just like I talked to Mike about it because he was kind of caught off guard. Um, the uh, slight it wasn't a really bad argument. It wasn't as bad as it was um the day that we did the um, the live stream last Wednesday. Somebody got uh, in an argument. Yeah, um, the uh, worm showed up on Mike's live stream, and he was trying to reach out. I don't know what's going on with that, man, but I'll, I'll talk to you in the, like, person a little bit after this about that, because I'm going to oh, end okay. the podcast right now. We've been okay. on for, like, an hour and 45. I appreciate for everyone being in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you all take it easy for the rest of your Monday. Um, barbecuing or whatever you guys are doing, be safe. Um, enjoy the barbecue. Enjoy Labor Day. Shout hot dogs. Burgers. Yep. Yep. Um, as always, law. Lord.